0: Looks literally so a sophomore in high school oh, and there was a yik yak about me after some very powerful debate i'd just done i won and it said michael aber looks like he would go to panera and order a bread bowl with no soup in it wait what? and there was also michael aber looks like he thoroughly use a vacuum and then return it to target i don't know like, those are like things? not that mean they're not that mean but i well because i'm such a vengeful individual and my first thought
1: was well i can do way better so well, I because yeah, I
2: don't understand exactly. They we were gonna
1: call you as you know an angry bottom. Yeah, <laughs> because I think it's my biggest fear to be called an angry bottom.
0: Oh, if someone called me that, I would, I would start shutting down sections of society. The power would go out, so I locate someone bullying, on a grid.
2: Yeah. yeah, Con Ed would be shaking.
1: Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A
2: little bit of homo for me.
1: Just a little bit.
2: Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours.
1: Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. (laughs) About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs.
2: And the things we were a part of.
1: Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels.
2: Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys.
1: Grab a bagel. (laughs)
2: Grab
1: a bagel. (laughs) I was like, what do boys eat? (laughs) Hi. Hey, Con. How, how are, are you? you? I'm good. I'm fantastic. Um, you are dressed very sporty today.
2: You know, that's kind of my vibe. I um, I like to be ready to bike at any moment, so <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: that's yeah. kind of mine. My... I kind of feel that because I feel like every time I leave the house, I do bring workout clothes in case I find a SoulCycle in the middle of New York because they're, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. How, how everywhere.
2: many locations are there in New York?
1: Certainly 100. No way. Probably 22.
2: Twenty-two. I would guess twenty-two. Yeah, honestly. You really think so?
1: Um. Yes.
2: Do you think that's the most in any
1: city? Yeah.
2: No, no, no. Do you think that's the most like franchised workout place in the city? Okay. Other than
1: like Blink. Here's what I want to say to you. I'm about to get real. Okay. In New York, probably. If we were in Indiana, it would be Orange Theory. Okay. Is that what I said? <laughs> is that what I Wait, said? Wait,
2: are there orange theories here?
1: There are, and they're, like, luxury, but, like, how luxury can orange theory be, there's you know? A,
2: there's an orange theory in Savannah my sisters used to go to.
1: I believe you. Yeah. That checks out.
2: Fantastic. Yeah. Wait, orange theory is, like...
1: I don't like orange or treadmills.
2: Yeah, and you have to keep in the orange so you burn.
1: And, like, not to brag, and, like, you, this would be true for you, too. Oh, no, now I'm, like, shaming on the pod, but, like, no. if you're really... It's really hard for you to get your heart rate to that like level. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry that I'm being punished for like not being Having able to get my heart rate, rate. to that level. Well, level.
2: I just love that every this is like such a thing of like fitness and like food stuff where everybody thinks that they've got the science that's gonna figure out how to get it. And it's just like just a little bit of exercise and, and health and food that makes you feel good, that should be it.
1: Is this therapy? <laughs> <laughs> this feels like therapy. This is
2: not a therapy session. But I don't understand how why it can't just be like it's because of capitalism and they have to commodify it and blah 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 but yeah. it's just like just do what makes you feel good
1: Soul cycle actually well this is too well soul cycle is very non numbers based it's all about the feelings they it's all about the it's like if you feel the it vibes add a turn to your wheel yeah the yeah. vibe it's all vibes I don't, all vibes I don't,
2: I don't know I for my <laughs> exercise as an adult I either want to like just be like listen to a podcast while I lift weights or I want to be playing games. Oh. Soccer, basketball.
1: Okay, th- that's a boys' club. People that their workout is a pickup game. That's me. Is you're, That's a, you're a boys' club.
2: I play in a men's soccer league.
1: Um, and then I
2: sometimes, would pick, I'm trying to play more pickup basketball. I played with Caroline and Jack the other day.
1: Oh, three. Very well, not beautiful. just the three
2: of us. There were more people there too.
1: Cool. Yeah. I'm like, I actually, I saw her post on, like, that she was like looking for people to do a mm-hmm. week with. And it actually, like, encouraged me. I was like, that really sucks that I totally can't and will not do that <laughs> but like it was like that's cool like there's it's,
2: it a was world. a lot of comics um mm. and i was like this is like the golf in the in the office
1: yeah or it's
2: it's for the boy that is a voice club in that way i
1: b- completely believe that yeah who was amazing and who was who was the worst person at it you have to say there
2: wasn't a worst we're
1: not gonna bleep it out
2: most people were okay jack obviously is very good he's six five
1: he's six seven he's six seven <gasps> six seven Wait, who's those people no, no, it's no, okay. No. It's okay. Wait, am I supposed to be quiet right now? Yeah, How exactly be are. to talk you, the whole time. Okay, yes, God. shut the fuck
2: up. Yes, you are. I'm but sorry. it's okay if you gasp.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's <laughs> no, good. He um, is six seven, and it is jarring. That's crazy.
2: I think about him all the time. Where I'm like, when you walk into a room, you just must be like, I am taller than everybody all yeah. the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I and asked you him about everybody's head. everything. I oh, wait. That actually makes me nervous because I'm sensitive about my scalp. It doesn't matter. Um, but I oh. people bald there, you know.
2: Yeah, my dad has a bald spot on the back of his head has his entire life.
1: Completely normal.
2: Yeah, I'll let him know. It's completely normal. He shouldn't forget. I do know normal. I have a
1: thing that he could, a solution he could put on it, but I don't. Speaking of dads, I your dad remember. is coming to Boys Club this week. Um. Yeah, my dad is coming. And my mom, too. They're both coming.
2: You've I mentioned this is just your dad is coming, and I was like, they must be both
1: coming. She doesn't need people to know. You know what I mean? Like, she'll, she's fine.
2: But I'm glad that he's, they're coming.
1: They, yeah. I'm very excited. Um, I told her I would only do one joke about sex, and then she said, do your jokes. It's fine. And That's I said, nice. okay, I'll do ten. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I yeah, I'm excited to see them see me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's so interesting. I feel like the Catholic parts of me prevent me from really doing any sex jokes. I have one sexual nando in any joke I've ever done.
1: I think that most sex jokes, and you've talked about the line between this, a joke that is just about sex can be really just like gross and kind of like unnecessary, mm-hmm. but it, or it can be like really interesting and there is that line that is yeah. like i don't need to hear what's coming out of your butthole but like a joke that's about like power or something is and related how it relates to sex can be really interesting right
2: it should be a joke about like insecurity and power not yeah
1: sex. i love that you said insecurity because that's it's well, not that's security a, that's it's why that's when sex is funny yeah
2: i feel insecure also but my
1: sex is hilarious
2: i go back and forth on this all the time where i'm with, like myself and I honestly I just don't I'm not really all that drawn to writing sex jokes in general yeah but like trans people are so over sexualized that I'm like I'm not going to give people that you know like what they're they yeah. want to know what's in my pants or blah blah yeah. blah like I'm not going to or like how I have sex or like what's going on like I don't need to give them that yeah so I feel like I'm not but at the same time I'm like but then if I talk about it then it'd be normalized and blah 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 so
1: it's but it doesn't have to
2: be me who does that there can be other trans people who want to talk about sex and that's totally. great. totally
1: So it makes the world go round. I think that like for gay men especially, and I can't wait to hear what our guest thinks about this. He's a gay man, but I think, but um, for now, (laughs) and he, I think that sex for gay men is so strange because it's like, I think like there's the awareness that this is so different for all other people, Mm -hmm. but like, gay people are very sex first, sex first relationship, human connection second. Not everybody, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like the general vibe. So it is such an interesting, strange. I don't know thing to be, I don't know what I'm saying here. Yeah. Well. To be like a part of.
2: Well, it is very like people think of, I mean, you've said this before, like as soon as people know, like when people think about a gay man, they, in some ways, your, your butthole comes into their mind. Like whether or not it is used, penetrated.
1: The moment you come out of the closet, it is your fate that for the rest of your life, people will think about your butthole.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is so insane.
1: It's, because Wild. that doesn't
2: really happen to cishet people. I've
1: never thought about a cishet person's butthole.
2: No, at all. And yeah, that I am also interested to see what our guests i say about this when we get bring him in. Our guest today is <sighs> The one and only, a a really great friend of ours, uh, he hosts a monthly show at State of New York called Neighborhood Darlings. He's also the Brooklyn Comedy Scene's favorite little ham. You know him, you love him. You'll see him at Frankel's every Sunday getting his, uh, his BLT. It's a BLT. It's a BLT. Ladies, boys, boys. Just boys. Just the boys. Please welcome Michael Abbott.
0: I was at Frankel's earlier. What's you Frankel? were today. I
2: was there today. <laughs> is that a deli? Fra-
0: Fra- it's Frankel's a
2: deli. It's like a Jewish deli, right?
0: It's yeah, because yeah. I because they don't do matzah soup on weekends, and I'm always worried about voce voce voce. So I needed something warm for the throat. Okay, so that's where we went. Hey,
2: you know what has a really good chicken soup. Is there's a place called Dar Five Two Five? They've got two locations, one in Greenpoint, um, by mcgorick Park. That's just up Nassau from Franklin. You're yet
0: to say a single word that's relevant to me in my lifestyle. Okay,
2: and they have one in Williamsburg. They both have incredible chicken soup. Okay. Wait, what, what kind of food, food is we that we can Dar? Do?
0: Hmm? Is Dar what kind of food is Dar? Mediterranean. Oh. Ooh. But they have amazing like chicken and rice soup. Oh yum! I just got to do that. I'm yeah. intimidated by uh, like when people say Mediterranean food is healthy. I get very thr- like because earlier you guys were talking about workout, which I find horrid. I'm only in this shape because God willed it so. I don't believe in any kind of effortful workout. I love that. I'm only in this shape because God willed it so. That is how my body is now. I've accepted it. Yeah. And it's, you know what, beautiful.
2: But, like, you're always bopping around. Like, I think people, I think we all underestimate, like, kind of how much exercise we get just from like bouncing around at night like walking around. People. I agree We and just like living crazy in New York you're, you do st- you do stairs every day just by going to the subway.
0: Having said that, when I see someone on a bike, I think get in the car. When I see someone running, I think walk. I am so tired of people being effortful.
2: Michael is a um a treasure trove of
0: uh cinematic references you and not, knowledge. Do not like *Brookback Mountain. No, I do like that movie. Uh, here's my, oh, do you want my real talk here? Because we were talking about buttholes earlier, and I yes, have a lot of thoughts yes, we, on this. Uh, yes. I think queer film and queer romance films oh are two entirely separate entities. Because, I mean, I think part of the reason why queer people are so interested in sex is that sex is so defined. Whereas queerness as an experience is so complex and so varied. And it's intimidating to say, we're going to lump all these together in one thing. And that leads to people just going, sex is what we have. Sex is what we all have in common. The fact that our sex life looks different from a heteronormative sex life. Hmm. Whereas queer film, to me, is just this whole other explosion of things that have nothing to do with sex whatsoever. It's non-sexual queerness, mm. which you can read all about in my phenomenal essay I wrote junior year of college in which I used The Wizard of <laughs> Oz as a central text and then analyzed why Call Me By Your Name wasn't um queer in my opinion. Wow. It was called The Tin Man Has No Heart, Hedwig Has No Clear Genitalia, and, and Elio Has No Clear Sexual
1: Orientation. Mm. It was brilliant. I believe it. In five sentences, why was why do you say call me by your name wasn't queer? So here's my feeling about it. The way how they discuss sex is
0: so gendered and so interested in becoming not your current gender for that person. Not being two men, but Elia wants to literally be female in a sense during sex. I never feel that way. Yeah. I mean during sex, I'm feeling a whole other host of things. But I never that's never on my mind. I think Queer romance itself is based so much more, um, in film, queer romance film presents it as so compatible and so not chemistry. Yeah. Which is why I'm very big on the movie Carol, because they're not compatible per se, but there's a chemistry, there's an immediate romantic connection Mm -hmm. that they can't put down. Oh god, oh, they're they're great at, Rooney Mara and Cate Blanchett, oh my god. Yeah, that's great. That's so interesting too, because I,
2: I, it's been a minute since I saw Call Me By Your Name, but, um... Now that you're saying that, it does feel like that. And they never, to they never, into my recollection, they don't really toy with his gender otherwise,
0: so it wouldn't even be like
2: a trans story in that. It's no. Just like, they're just kind of comp heading the sex scenes.
0: Yes. And they're also making all their attraction based on, hey, you wear a Jewish star, I wear star too. Like, hey, we're in Italy, I'm in Italy too, you're smart, I'm smart too. Oh, who are you during sex? Who, who am I during sex? Whoa. A great conversationalist. I believe it. I think my, well, so, no, we were saying earlier, insecurity is what makes sex funny. Like, the act of intimacy of sex is so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And it is also hard, in it, like for example, I'm going on a hinge date with a guy on Thursday, and we're literally yeah. trying to figure out how to have sex and then have the date. Like, because we don't, I don't know how to, like, have, how to go on a first date and not have had sex previously. Well At least I don't think I do. Or even if I've done it, it it's felt weird. Mikey,
2: I feel like that's a post, an early post-grad thing. I think it really is. Oh, yeah. Because college is all about hook-up first, and then, like, then, honestly, the, the trajectory of college relationships is you're hooking up for a while, and then all of a sudden you're, like, dating. But you never, like, go on dates. Like, you're just a relationship.
0: Wait, this is him. Um, for Thursday. On the
1: oh, cute. Wait, can I look at his whole thing?
0: Yes. He sews di- uh, placemats for dinner plates, which cute. is very barefoot Contessa to me. Like, I feel like Your we could move is... to the Berkshires. Wait,
1: his name is...
0: I know! Michael? Wait. Worse. No. It's
1: worse. Connor? Yeah.
2: With? An N? Two. Two oh, okay, well, thank God. Connor with an N. Two N.
0: So he's a top. Well, well I, okay. Oh, yeah, probably
1: right. Completely right. Do oh, people he, not
2: put that on their dating profile. Sometimes not on like, Hinge.
1: I can't date anyone that has a shirtless profile on their dating. Profile Neither can I. Can't,
0: can't handle anyone who's not smiling in at least one picture. <laughs> I'm like, why aren't you? Like, why don't you want to look happy? What is wrong with that? I I literally do not know how to see a camera and not become a clown. Yeah. like just not absolutely do a say cheese clown face having said that do you ever look at someone's picture and go, oh you have no sense of humor i find that the hottest thing on the planet really? i'm so I attracted have... to
1: people with no sense of humor it's insane wait to that's me. fascinating. i think that makes sense i think that you need someone who admires you and loves you and not need you don't need anyone but like want to be with someone that admires you and loves you and like almost like a record player into the, it, record player and to
0: the note screen. of sex like i mean I get really uncomfortable on dates. I know that there's an interest or depreciation for comedy in one way or another. Because then I don't know how to turn it off during sex. Does that make sense? And that is what has led to me having sex in a horizontally striped sweater as a bit. Like, when someone has no sense of humor, I feel no pressure to be funny. And I can be weird, but that's just that. And then I can be naked and normal.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Interesting. Totally. I feel... That, for me, sense of humor and chemistry are so related, though.
0: Eh, well, for you, I think so, though, because also your humor is so organic and so central oh, yes. to you and your interests. I, and it's so, a part of yours, I think for me, there's a part of it that's incidental and a part of it that is triggering the incidental to do it on purpose in a setting. Mm. And I'm so much more comfortable on a date letting it all be incidental and not knowing about it. And, you know, do you know what I mean? There are those two switches. sure. You know. Sure. Wait, he wanted to go to Easy Lover. Bleep out the name. Um, I was like, no, I can't go there. i t- there too often. Yeah, also you might run into people you know. Exactly. You can't do that. You On a Thursday? I didn't
1: realize that new people knew, what, like, random people who are software engineers knew it. Easy Lover No, it's, it's my roommate's
2: favorite bar. I learned about it through him first, and then, like, later it was like, oh, this is, like, where a lot of, like, mics and shows are.
1: Wow.
0: That's so insane. Wait. Isn't it insane to you that people use bars that we go to for purposes other than just, like, what we do? Oh, well,
2: the other night, yes. Maddie and I, like, pre-gamed and went out to a bar to dance. And it was, like, the first time I've, like, properly gone out in a long time. I feel like because we're just, like, hanging after shows. You're going to people's apartments and stuff. Right. Like, I haven't, like, pre-gamed to go out, not, no shows or anything related, in such a long time.
0: Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I liked it, though. It was so fun. Well, I'm so much calmer going someplace for a performance purpose because I have a purpose for being there beyond, like, socially flipping around my arms trying to figure out what's the best next move. Totally. Yeah. I'm so much Neal calmer. You need a role. Uh, oh, exactly. like, I, I'm so much calmer going into a space going, here's what I'm providing this evening. In yeah.
1: college, I was in a frat. I agree it was crazy, but it wasn't a good <laughs> frat. And um, at, like, the parties, I would, like, want to work the bar because it would be, like, here's your job in this... Chaos. Your yeah. job is to just work this bar and put beer in people's cups. Whoa. Wait,
0: what is something crazy? I got in trouble for bullying a group of frat guys when I was in college bullying. Bullying. It was a witch hunt. How?
1: What ensued <laughs> was a witch hunt. Boys?
0: Wow. So I was a, I was a sophomore, which as you know gives me uh, unlimited power according to these freshmen. Whoa. And were I.
1: Freshman frat boys. They were
0: freshman frat boys, whoa. and they were in like the um the whoa is right um. <laughs> They were in like the dumbest frat possible. Like it was just so ripe for the picking. I saw them on the street and I, I knew one of their um friends and I said something to the effect of, Oh, you're in like Phi Psi. What are your insecurities besides masculinity? Oh, and that's, that's actually really It smart. was nice, I thought. I mean Who doesn't want a a question upon conversation? And then I said something about them, like, um, that one day uh, they'll touch a breast and they'll achieve ultimate pleasure. Something weird like that, I will say. You said that?
1: Yeah. It sounds like you're flirty with them, honestly.
0: I'm a very flirty person. But yeah, got in trouble. Bullying. Bullying. They
2: turned you in for
0: saying that? And I had to talk to my advisor about it in the fog. I, it's
1: no. Watching you walk into um, an office and be like, and then I said, one day you'll touch a breast and feel satisfied is wild. Like, I was know, in, in my advisor's office situation. every single week for one thing or another. Did you cry?
0: No, I never cried. But I had issues with professors that we had to sort out.
1: When I <laughs> so I was when was you cry? Cried?
0: cried? That's a great question. Um, I'm trying to think. I cried in a dream recently. Does that make sense? I would, yeah, but like. Did you wake up crying? No, but I cried in the dream. Weird then that does not matter. I don't cry very much. I'm not overly in touch with, uh, I mean, here's what's interesting about the idea of toxic masculinity. I've gotten really upset at straight men who are really comfortable crying because to me, I feel like I was always told not to cry. And as a result, I actually don't do it. I really could think of an emotion that would bring me down to tears. And I get so angry at straight men who sob. Like in my senior year of college, I lived with all this group of straight men. When we'd be having a, like an issue, they'd start crying. Or crying over something else, but can't do it. Can't be around for this. Do yeah. you cry?
1: Not a ton. I've never seen you cry.
2: Sometimes, but not a ton. It's ve- I. I'm very. I feel like I'm very guarded about who I'll cry in front of. Uh, like I've cried in front of Maddie, but that's really yeah. Loud. In front of me. Uh, maybe at some point I will. Okay. Can you let me know? I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, last time, I don't know. Obviously, like, se- like, sometimes, like, some like, trans stuff will trigger some, some tears mm-hmm. out of me, but that's really it. Cool. But I've only cried in front of my therapist like a couple times. Well, your
1: therapist probably is good at their job then.
2: Yeah. But your therapist, mm-hmm. I would never cry in front of my therapist. Ooh. I had something to say about when you were talking about needing a role.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, I'm no, definitely
2: no, pivoting. No, no, no. I was just I had something to add because we were recently at a show, um, where there was a bunch of like the audience was very like cishet and very like I don't know Manhattan-y, and I was like. And we were there to watch. Like, I was watching the show. I wasn't on it. And I was like, I feel so uncomfortable. I need to be on the show because I need to be up there and, like, show that these people that I'm, like, I don't know. It's so dark. Because, I like feel... I need to feel worthy in this space. And the only way I feel like I can have self-worth and feel like I'm showing these people that I, they can't, like, look down on me is by being up there and taking control of the room by being funny. Yeah, I feel the stage. exact same way. Because I feel like otherwise I'm in such a position of of no power in these spaces that I'm like I have to reclaim all of it at once by being up there and making people laugh and That's then they're like are gonna think I'm
0: important it's also like I never really would go to like crazy parties in college and have fun whereas I'm at like a bar and I do a set then I can drink and I can feel normal yeah like I know how to handle the room after I feel like I've aired enough statements about myself right that mm. there's a level
1: playing field mm. yeah interesting it's weird to be like oh I'm really privileged because I think that like cause I'm gay I know of all the ways that I'm not privileged mm-hmm. but I think I know the show that you're talking about because mm-hmm. at that show mm-hmm. wait can yeah. we say what it is or no yeah we'll bleep it out it was at the so it's Got like that it. kind of crowd that it's like people with money and
2: finance and stuff interesting
1: and it's funny because I felt completely normal in that show
2: but you're around those women all the time you are no you're yeah. like that's your client that, like
1: spa- that space you know
2: how to talk to those girls yeah. And Wait. even if that means that you're being tokenized by them as like their gay Pilates instructor. I'm still like comfortable. You still to be know there. how to like work that room.
1: Because there's day. a role. Yes. Yeah. You have a role. Like there are people one of my clients is literally there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you just feel like there are groups of
0: people where you just do not know what you would say to them?
1: Like yes. I meet people like I do not know what when I can I say to them. I walk right into now, the Grizzly pair, I swear to God, I feel like I'm a sophomore in high school at my always Catholic high school it's... walking into chemistry class, and I'm just like, what the f- what? Am, I yeah. it's like, like, what am I
0: about to to do that will make any kind of
1: sense? I, I, I will just say nouns and verbs. And then I like, who did I just code switch in front of that? I was like, why am I pretending to not be a flaming faggot? Like, who, like it's like, so I'm like, so, <laughs> so clearly just a faggot. I forget who I like change my voice in front of. I don't remember. I mean, I even do it in front of like, even like a woman, if the woman is like, like my soul cycle instructor, I feel like I changed my voice in front of her. I'll be like, Yeah, that was a great class. And it's like, okay, so like why do you want her to think that you're not literally a faggot, you are so good at soul cycle and the gay people are. Like that's so obvious. It's weird. I don't know. No, someone weird. the other day
0: asked me for like a musical theater recommendation. I was like, You're not gonna say a goddamn thing. You're gonna keep it quiet. Like just that was my version of it.
2: Well, sometimes yeah. you're like they come at you with what they want you to be, and you're like, I'm actually not in the mood to be
1: that for you today. Exactly. Oh. And, oh. That and maybe back that's to what like, it is. In stand up altogether. Yeah. I think that's so I think that I people always think I'm mad at them or like not doing well and like no, sometimes I'm just like
2: I'm not here to be whatever you think. Exactly.
0: And I think so much of stand-up is that in conversation people want you to do your material that Mm -hmm. you've got to feel comfortable for you on stage. But you would never do it interpersonally. You feel like a bit of a clown. Right. And on stage it's a whole different arena because you're looking at people and they're listening to you. But interpersonally I don't want to have I mean I do it all the time but I don't want to do that necessarily for someone who I don't think respects it in the way I like.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because that that manifests for me is people asking me a lot of invasive questions about like my transition and I'm like I carefully selected what I'm going to talk to you about up there, and I made it into punchlines, and I made it in a way that I feel cold talking about. Like, you can't just come up and ask me shit. Like, yeah. That's, that's not what this is. And it's like, but people feel so emboldened to do that. And I'm like, I'm not going to be your, like, I'm not going to be the person who's going to, like, you can, you can Google this. I don't need to talk to you about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. And, like, you're so psycho girlies. I'm sure they want you to be, like, this, like, Flamboyant, happy, gay guy all the time, and for you to show that there's a com- you're a f- human person with complexities, and to like just be like a regular. I've gay never called Connor gay. a human
0: person with complexities
2: though. I call him that every day in uh, my. I called him a vicious
0: <laughs> snake. Have I ever made you sad? I thought you were rude once. Wait, On what occasion? I thought you were was... maybe gonna be rude.
1: Wait, well, was going to be or was rude? It Was going to be
0: because well, I said something dumb. I saw like literally another gay person and generally thought it was your brother. And it was a guy who then I tried to find using Google and couldn't find. Oh, because no, that was before like. I had Instagram. That was before I had social media. Where if I wanted to uh, look someone up after something, <laughs> I Googled their name. I'm amazed,
2: Michael, that oh. how many friends you made in your pre-Instagram era.
0: Before that era, it is, and I feel like now I don't have because oh, I'm so not a social media person altogether. And that, you know, I mean, I, I don't think social media was ever used kindly towards me when I was younger. Yeah. So which I am, ones
1: were not? Uh, Facebook. Did you? Were you on for Formspring? Like oh,
0: I. Oh, oh, I was on Yik Yak. I got kicked out of a debate program because of Yik Yak. <laughs>
1: Tell, <laughs> okay, Tell us more. what happened.
0: So I was in a debate program called the <laughs> Junior Statesman of America, and it was like you would have like, high school, or college. high school, and you were divided up by states, and every state had a model government, and then within it was the debate program, and if you were really good at debate, like I was, then Wait, you were popular. You kind of debate Lincoln Douglas. What? No,
1: it was, um, like... Are you impressed that I was able to say that? Not really. Okay, um, is that
2: based off the Lincoln and Douglas,
0: like... I don't know, my brother did ...debates it. or something? I, oh, is that? I don't
1: From know. From, like,
2: the
0: We would do, like, um, really like, formal, like, really intelligently picked debate would topics. What'd you do bad?
1: What'd you do wrong?
0: Well, okay, well, first of all, I want to just clearly state what I did right, okay. which was I I won yeah, best Honor, speaker... Take it, walk it back. <laughs> I, I won best speaker for an incredible debate on the use of the term Arab Spring <laughs> and about how, um... My side was that it underestimated countries that were always interested in democracy, and that we, as a Western democracy, were now just announcing other countries had interests when they always did, mm. and lumping mm. together movements that, while connected, started long before our attention. Not the point, bleep that out. Um, bleep <laughs> out how smart I am okay. every time I talk about
1: academia. I, I bleep literally that think out. I actually have ADD. Wait, you need to keep going.
0: Okay, okay, so one day someone told me that was a great debate. The yik yaks about you were crazy, and I went, what and i checked
1: this is high school this is high school so i was literally sorry.
0: a sophomore in high school oh, and there was me. a yik yak about me after some very powerful debate i'd just done i won and it said michael aber looks like he would go to panera and order a bread bowl with no soup in it wait what? and there was also michael aber looks like he thoroughly used a vacuum and then returned it to target
1: I don't understand. Like, like
0: not that mean. They're not that mean, but I well, because I'm such a vengeful individual, and my first thought was, well, I can do way better. So well, I. Yes, yeah, I don't understand. I exactly. Thought they we're gonna
1: call you as you know an angry bottom, Yeah. <laughs> because I think it's my biggest fear to be called an angry bottom.
0: Oh, if someone called me that, I would. I would start shutting down sections of society. The power would go out, so I can locate someone on a grid. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Ed would be shaking.
0: Oh my! Oh, I would. I would like literally. That would be cyber attacks. It would be. It would turn into
2: cyber. You know, I'm freaked
1: out about that.
0: Are you really? Yeah. Being called an angry bottom.
2: Uh, Oh.
1: That and then also Russia cyber cyber
0: attack. Okay, well, own books and you'll be fine books and a candle you'll I entertain think that we stuff. should all have
1: cash around oh I yeah don't. no we actually do now that's the truth of it but um wait if the grid goes down everyone knows where to find me right like you know where I live I you know, know where I where live. live yeah would you would you guys come of course okay. if the grid goes down though I do think I want to go to Nico's apartment because it has the
0: best living space kitchen separation can you separation. Pick me up on the way
2: we can come to mine
0: okay. I think that's where plan. I'd be
2: or like Maddie's maybe but no Maddie's is good too
1: where Maddie's with the stairs no lights be spooky
2: but I we would have the outdoor access. That's
1: true. And like Jen Wagley, I'll say it on the pod, I'm not going to leave it out, that's who I want to be with when the world goes down. Oh that's oh what I like True. I think I have
0: I tremendous make, survival instincts though. Wait. Okay, Maddie's apartment will be the hub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I, think, I mean, I'll it make, also feels like I'll make it, it feels down. like
1: it would be a compound where we would hide out. Yeah, you know totally, what
0: I mean? it has that totally. Wait, so uh, basically I became a, a senator for my stick because I was so good at everything. They voted me to be a senator. Okay. But then my yik yaks were like because yikyaks are not in this. My yikyaks were blowing we, up because we they were so mean. But I wanted the credit because I think people didn't know I was funny. Oh, so I no. started signing my yikyaks with my name. <laughs> and I remember them coming to me and going, "Someone's accrediting these yikyaks to you." I was like, "No, they're mine. Don't they rule?" Wait, then Whoa. you got in trouble. Got in trouble from your school? No, from the organization. Could not you say that it wasn't you? Uh, oh, I wanted the kudos. No, he they asked were really for the funny. credit. That's crazy. They were really funny ones. Wow. I, I would say oh, crazy shit. Michael birthday. has
2: been subverting expectations through social media for oh yeah
1: years. Oh,
0: seems. and then um, I stepped down from senator and took up um political
1: activism chair where Wait, I just did you get kicked off of student government I stepped down I got kicked off of student government I, too oh you god. were formally That's kicked off bomb. for alcoholism yeah, <gasps> for being an alcoholic in high school in college fine you're oh, right in college. oh my so, god did people know you were alcoholic in high school um um I did <laughs> I yeah. think my parents did and then I think my brothers did.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. And then I remember someone... I, you know what? I remember... I think I guess people did know because I remember one time on Beach Week, someone being like, Connor, should you be drinking right now? And it was like, everyone's drinking. And I was like, oh my God, I guess I have a problem. Okay, was like, yeah.
2: maybe this is really too deep and we can talk about it no, uh, ha- no, it has to be online. But That's I was, why this happens. I always couple. think... I was just talking to my therapist the other day about how some st- some times where I was feeling really anxious as a child and like telling some stories and I was and he was like... Yeah, you were clearly really struggling, and I was, like, thinking about, I was, like, oh, obviously my parents, like, you know, they did the best of what they could, but, like, and didn't know what to do, but, like, I was, like, damn, I was, like, that is such a cry for help, and nobody was hearing me, and, like, I'm thinking of you being in an all-boys school, probably feeling really anxious, and, like, developing this, like, alcohol, and, like, nobody was, like, let's dig a little deeper and see what's going
1: on here. Yeah, I was gay. Because,
2: obviously, that's the symptom, not the problem.
1: Totally. You know what I mean? Wait. Completely. Wait, you were gay in high school? You, 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 that was also in high school? Michael, well, I
0: hate to break this to you, but people are born gay. That's born not true. <laughs> Ellen, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true, Ellen. Were you gay in high school? Um, no, I was a really good student, and I thought gay people did poorly in school,
2: who told you that?
0: I have so many misconceptions about, like, if I was gay, I wouldn't be doing this right now. No, gay people do the best in school. Well, I know that now, because right? now more than just me and my high school friends are gay. I love that I said that's gay. not the
1: stereotype. This is the stereotype. Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: really think gay people couldn't do well in school, but I thought that doing well in school somehow threw people off the off the, off the scent. I think that it's crazy. I,
1: hmm. I think that it gives... Well, that, that might be true. And then also, I think... Overperformance in school or perfectionism gives. Yeah. I think about my eating disorder. Is that, think back to my eating disorder, I think that that is like what, what you're distracting yourself and everyone and putting all the attention more just like on this other thing that you do.
0: I think so too. I own think own though you're literally to trying to show like, what your other arenas are because the other thing that I think is uniquely hard about being queer in high school or middle, middle schools, but. We're just so traumatized. We are, oh so my traumatic. God, I'm so deeply traumatized. Look, on the way here, because you guys were asking about like um, boys clubs, I was like, I wasn't in the boy club of skateboarding kids because they would skateboard and I would chase after them hoping I could catch up and then hang out with them <laughs> and it was like that's not fun yeah but
2: um and now you get to be friends with John uh, John Hedrick,
0: exactly and now I now he's kissed me on the goddamn face and we'll post about it um but what was I about to say oh because you get labeled with that that you're literally and this is also really a part of comedy um, you want to show that your interests are beyond this one thing about you. Yeah. And I think for all of our material, I can draw circles for you and show you topics that are not queer topics, but are they're steeped in queerness because that's how we consume things. We steep them through our filter and our understanding mm-hmm. like a black tea. And so, like, that is such a part of when you're growing up. You're trying to find those areas are not just you being gay because you're so caught up in it. You are so. Obsessed with the fact that there's this thing about you that you can't quite understand. Yeah.
2: yeah. I remember when I came out, I was like, uh, Charlie Bardet has a really great joke about this where he just goes, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. But literally, I feel like that's all I thought for. Like, I was like, when is this going to stop? When yeah. am I not. And I think that a little bit about my transness sometimes too, so it's a little bit different, but I'm like, when am I not going to think about this all the time? Maybe never, but
1: yeah. I, it just feels insane. I feel like it was. So, Tony Coates talks about how like w- when he would walk into a room and you like clock allies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like being queer is the same thing especially like that in like high school oh, or whatever yeah. where it's like I'm obviously not looking like a football player I obviously opened my mouth like, so for me it was like my voice was the first thing that was like oh I can't change this mm-hmm. or I can try but like this is like I'm gay when I speak and so walking into a room and being like one like how do I avoid speaking and then two like who here doesn't hate gay people Mm -hmm. and like when I was in high school it was like marriage equality was very much like a hot topic so like if you were a Republican I was like you probably don't want gay people which is like so like and it was like a Facebook time so like if you liked Mitt Romney on Facebook I assume you just simply hated gay people yeah that person will not be an ally
0: meanwhile Ann Romney's favorite show was Modern Family (laughs) so boy did
1: we underestimate him do I like Ann Romney no maybe I like Cindy McCain it's hard to tell him apart.
0: I do think part of queerness when you're younger is you're so underestimated. And now I realize all my life I've put myself through horrendous and needless feats of strength to watch people be surprised that I've done it. Does that make sense? And I think that's why I'd want to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's why I went on a farm.
1: Completely. Because some
0: girls said I couldn't do it. Yeah. I think that being... needing to prove yourself. All and that's why the I moved time. on a farm.
1: Is it hard for you? I feel like being a gay man, but then also probably being trans is, like, very... We, this doesn't even need to be on the pod. Should it be? Whatever. We can cut this. Continue. Is very, like, solo and very independent. Is it hard for you to be in a relationship after being, like, solo and independent and doing this thing very much on your own?
2: Um, no. I would say, like, it is hard to... uh. Like, just the other day when I was... I had a little bit of a breakdown about something trans-related. And, like, you know... Maddie obviously wants to be there to, like, support me and, like... But, like... it It's... the All the battle is up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's in all of it. And you know what I mean? Like, I can... I, I'm i not gonna... The world's not gonna change. I have to find a way to manage myself in these spaces and, like, not be able to... And be able to, like, just, you know, face them and, and figure it out and, like, do what I have to do and, and make boundaries for myself and blah, blah, blah. Um... And that's that's entirely an a independent journey, and like it's very nice to have somebody that I love who I can yeah. cry in front of and like can and emote in front of, but like she can't. And this is the problem that I've had in past relationships and just in general. It's like, and being trans, it often comes out of like, or often, um, you'll find yourself feeding off the validation of other people and like mm. needing other people to validate my my masculinity, needing other people to validate validate who I am. And then breaking down when they don't. And it's like, I want to get to a point where I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Yeah. It's all coming from me. Yeah. And that has to come from me. And I cannot Ugh. rely on somebody else. Yeah. yeah, And that becomes a problem when I let a partner validate me to mask that I don't validate myself. And I was like, I can't I can't do that again because I've already tried right. that and it blew up, you know. Yeah, so, no. um, and it's not fair to put that on somebody, you know. right? So I don't really, I don't find that it's hard to be with a partner, but it's, it's definitely like a... I know she feels like she can't help or whatever, and I don't want her to feel that, that she needs to or that like she's lacking totally. in anything. Like, her being there and making me feel comfortable is all the help that I can need, but it's just not something I can give. An, I, there's no tax to be given to her, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And that's why you found the most withholding, brutal, non-validated individual
2: <laughs> alive. Yeah, I found a real stick-in-the-mud Maddie Peck. When, when I meet Maddie... We had her
0: Pe-
1: on. She was on this.
0: How do, Oh, was she better than how I'm doing? No, you're doing fabulous. Okay.
1: Because
0: I find queerness so fascinating, and that's why whenever I write, I try to be really careful about how to pick non-sexual queerness, that when I talk about sex, it has less to do with queerness and more to do with neuroticism. Mm-hmm. You gotta pick and you choose. No, I do think that, but
2: I think that's accurate, because of the ways that you talk about sex are about how you have sex, but as a as a neurotic silly guy. Exactly. Not as a gay man I know. Never...
0: And like I like goofy sex. I think sex
2: is so fun. Well your sex about your sex about your joke about sex about being like I am good
0: in dirty talk in print. That's yeah. not
2: about that's not about queerness. That's about exactly a club
0: coming when old gay men got kinda mad at me for my one joke about AIDS.
1: We both have AIDS jokes.
0: We do. We really do. Um but well, but uh, no I mean people Mine
1: have, is more of a statement.
0: What is your statement about AIDS?
1: Well, true it was, or
0: false? It Here's, is bad. <laughs> AIDS bad. I, I think AIDS is bad. Eye. I famously
1: think AIDS is bad, and I also think I just I was talking about both. I feel like gay men are very. I won't tell the joke. I'll just talk about like where the joke came from. But just like I think it's fascinating the idea that gay men work so hard to like maintain this youthful glow yes. be 22 it's forever so grossy. and it's like well we can think of a whole generation of gay men that really just wanted to age and it's like but we're like and there's something about gay men now that it's almost like we won't let ourselves just age and I think part of it is that so many gay people that would be 49 60 I don't really know right now died yeah literally just died so it's like instead of seeing we've talked we talked about this with coster but instead of seeing like this whole generation of gay men that are gay grandparents and Whatever we just see, older gay men wearing like leather and like.
0: I grew up, so I have two gay uncles married. And I mean, they're such a different brand of queerness than I am because they're so um, fascinated. Like, they're so into youth culture and sex culture in a way that I am not at all. Yeah. And it's unusual because a lot of people asked me when I was little, I saw them and knew I was gay by identifying with it. And I never did because queerness is very varied. Yeah. And I never saw that as how I function. They have this fascination with, like, younger men and, like, bodies like you know that kind of like very classic queer art in a way that i just don't have at all and that fascination with youth among gay culture i never put together is probably so linked to the idea of that What if you only have
1: your youth Mm. and you talk about wanting to get married which i I, think is so interesting i
0: want to get married my wedding flower is going to be green hydrangeas (laughs) i love it or in autumn we're going to do wildflowers but potted that was the centerpiece and then you can take them home.
1: I've never heard potted be so many syllables. Um, Potted. Wait, but you don't want kids. No, oh
0: I hate kids so much. I wouldn't like it if they ever upstage me, though. I'd be like, remember what I did, that you can't can't do that. Even when you're 40? What, even when I'm 40? I think if I had children, I'd be like, they're coming for what I did, and they're never gonna reach it. Whoa. Maybe they won't be interested in what you've done, though. Maybe, that's true, too. I hope my kids are not interested in anything I've done. It is, I'm not interested in my parents, but when I worked on the farm, there were two kids there, and I've literally never been ruder to an individual than I was to a five-year-old girl. Because on the first day I met her, she told me I sounded like an angry fairy. And I know she didn't mean that to be a slur, Whoa. but it is. You and got she, hate crammed on the floor. I know. a
1: five-year-old.
0: And she, um, she thought she was a horse. Like, she wanted to always play like she was a horse. Horse girl. And she'd always be like, we're, after dinner, she'd be like, we're going to do a horse show. And we all just sit there and watch her gallop around and applaud. And one night, I was so fed up with it. I went, you can go to horse show wait I can't, we'll I can't say her
1: name
0: we'll it out. yeah um, they're definitely listening
1: wait but you and,
0: and, but I literally was like I'm gonna do my cabaret in the barn and her parents and her grandparents let her do her horse show outside while I sang Stephen Sondheim in the barn and that was the night I fell and got a concussion
1: and you worked on the farm to prove yourself as a masculine person not
0: as a masculine person but I think as an earthy person a person who can do things exactly because no, that's why hard. I
1: did teach for America yeah, because you and you wanted to prove you could give back to the children. I just wanted to prove that I was a tough bitch.
0: I feel like you as a teacher would be like, okay, so what do we think? Do we think Atticus really cared about these kids? Or do we think Atticus is just like, oh my god, my wife left. I just remember. <laughs> I think that was a pretty good Conner impression. So like when you read about the Boston Tea Party, you're like, okay, everyone was included. We all felt great about it. Or do you feel like maybe it was kind of like only some of us are gonna to to be a part of history? Do you think wait, <laughs> did I talk a to talk. Southern
1: Did I talk in a Southern accent the other night? No, but your vibe was strange. <laughs> I know. There's you vibe. instantly
2: went up and your vibe was strange and then you were just like, <laughs> I'm up here doing this and I was like, I don't know what character he's putting on right now, but it is not him.
1: <laughs> wait, I like knew that I was being so weird and I like could it not be weird it was also with your hat was on backwards It just like definitely put on a weird vibe and like yeah. I don't know what I, I like did a little bit of a southern accent like this I just, like, <laughs> it was very weird I become
0: midwestern
1: do wait do you well cause like my Mid- natural speaking like,
0: cadence you. is so uh, peculiar to begin with um, which comes from a mix of Speech issues and accents. I was around when I was younger, mm-hmm. but when I'm in front of um, straight men, I'm trying to let them know in the nicest way possible. I gay. I become Mark Gunderson from Fargo. I become literally like, well, this morning when I made my eggs, I was very, I was all put off by it. Like yeah. it becomes that.
1: I think when I meet straight people, I want to be like, I'm gay, but I work at Google. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of like, I'm a ever... San Francisco techie gay. I think that yes. they,
0: and
2: I think this is another queer thing that, uh, like, when. Ever I go up, whenever I tell a joke that I know is still coming from a place of anger, and a lot of the jokes obviously have some anger in them somewhere because, you know, a lot of them have to do with the way I'm perceived or treated or whatever. But when it's still too close to anger, it does not get the reception because people are like, oh, you're you're in a place of being oppressed in this still Mm -hmm. versus when I'm coming at it with like a happy face and I'm excited and I'm goofing around. It's like, Oh, this is, this is the hero now. Yeah. We can laugh at this because you're in a place of power and you feel
0: comfortable if you own. win the joke. Exactly. The, I, I always say we owe it to ourselves to win the joke.
2: I think I'm. I think people like watching me because I'm happy up there. Oh yeah. So I can't even imagine. Being also, because like
0: you're getting... handsome. You think this has been about comedy? Oh, no, I know it. It's know. been looks. I know,
2: but I can't imagine That's why, why I've gotten good. this far. Getting you, getting get lo- good luck, giving
0: an audience to like that. That's crazy. It's psychotic, and I mean, you, we owe it to ourselves to win the joke. I mean, because. I mean, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but my material could so easily be self-deprecating, and that would be it. Mm -hmm. But no, you need to kind of triumph over the situation. You need to win in the end, more or less. And that's why I think a lot of queer people don't have the privilege of doing um, hypothetical one-liners because we wouldn't process it the same way. But someone who does, like, flat one-liners, gay people don't get to do that. Well, I think the audience the whole
2: time is like, know who are you? Tell us who you are. Yeah. How do I box you in? How exactly. Do I you I'm out? trying to process. I don't it. know how to figure you out. You have to tell me who you are. And if we don't meet that immediate image
0: of what is a stand-up comic,
2: and I don't even think honestly with queer people, queer comics, I don't even really think it matters if you fit into the box they want you to fit in. But you have to be authentic and you have to tell them. You need or to they, be really. They, they you need to be clear. Your authenticity so you needs to be clear. Otherwise, they're like, I don't know what to make of you. Yeah. Yeah. You need and to. And I
1: think that you have to. We talk about this all the time, and I'd put you in this list palatable yeah but But
2: I think palatability comes with authenticity yeah you don't have to be a certain type of queer person obviously like whiteness maleness and you know maybe like the way that you present yourself will give you a little bit of an edge in terms of palatability among straight cis head people but that being said authenticity no matter who you are is gonna
1: play and it goes a little bit back to Trauma because a lot of times palatability in queer people to me, like if I hear that your parents hate you, yeah, I need to know that you're winning
0: exactly. And, and I need if to I don't know hear that, that yes. you're winning, it's not even that needs to be better now. It's we, like I need to, or that that, that situation's better. It's like I need to see that you don't give a fuck. I, yeah, well, don't say that you have to, I mean, of course, you don't give a fuck about that, but to make it funny and to make the room or to make the joke an effective means of working through it. What is a boys club you are not a part of or never were a part of? Okay, so I've talked multiple of this, I've realized they all are it's it's multiple circles coming together because mm-hmm. i was like i there are a few that i'm not a part of i realized no it's not that it's that there's a common ground between all of them that is men who chew toothpicks <laughs> men who care about their mode of transportation care that it's the fastest way
1: all men go on i know
0: and then also um we what was the oh men who don't smile in pictures I and like men who shoot guns. guns
1: four years had four they were all men yeah. so interesting. Well,
0: I because I, I take it literally. Because gender I smile is um, pictures. actually real. No,
1: uh, <laughs> wait, I don't smile on pictures if I don't like the way I look at that. And day.
0: that's like voice color I'm not a part of.
1: Self, self-doubt self about appearance. I, I, I think I just... I am so. I don't pl- think that's why I'm most men don't smile wait, in pictures. Wait, I've though. been... This is interesting the, the, about the pictures. I have
2: found recently that I'm trying to do more of like a straight face because I think that that's more masculine looking. Yeah. And I get anxious that when I smile, I look feminine.
1: It is, and it's I weird. I love it's, your smile. I mean, I don't know if it is or not, but Thanks. there is like this weird line between I'm look sad and I'm energizedly serious, like serious with energy. I feel like it's those. I mean, it's like a smile, but it's like a look that's yeah. very... Well, but it's like one facial movement away from just looking... Because
0: smiling is a vulnerable act, everybody. No, I... Yeah. And I Mother hate... Teresa said when you smile, it's a gift to someone else. And giving gifts is vulnerable, everybody. Yeah, it's also like... I, I hate when we have to get our headshots
2: taken at oh our shows. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because oh my the God. act of... Somebody watching you try
0: to look good is the most painful thing of the Horrifying. Have you seen
1: me do this oh, by a fake laugh? Because it actually yes. is sincerely the only way I can get my face to do it. And I'm always you. like,
2: oh my god, he knows how to work a camera and he looks so confident over there. I'm like, and I'm like, wait, fake laugh right now.
1: Fake laugh right now.
0: Wait, that was amazing. That was amazing. Wait. But I'm specifically also not part of the boys club of men who care about how they're getting somewhere and being the fastest way because part of that is signing up for being delusional. But Let me know if I am in this boys club because
2: I, to get to Maddie's house by train or bus it would take me 25 minutes. To get there by bike, it takes me 11, so I often bike. Congrats,
0: you're in the boys club. That makes me in the you boys' club. You did it, and you should be walking. Is the correct Wait, answer. You're in no hurry.
2: No, walking would be 40 months. You, you are
1: in no hurry. hurry. You are in a hurry. I'm always in a hurry. I gotta go see my girlfriend for quality time. You know, we
2: don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> <gasps> okay, we're. You guys are learning this year. Wait,
0: I don't. I don't
1: know how to ride a bike either. Wait, okay. And my
0: dad was in the Tour de France.
1: Wait, oh yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> Wait, you're the first person I've ever met that doesn't know how to okay. run I, I, I,
0: mean? a I don't even know how I would start.
2: I don't even know what you put your body on first. Boys, we will go somewhere really safe, like in the
0: park, and we will learn about <laughs> Yeah, park. the
1: park really safe, famously safe. Parks. And Will DeVito's yeah, going to talk you about it. And you fall over, <laughs> on the ground.
0: But, um... My lesbian friend when we were really little helped me kind of learn how to ride a bike and it was really beautiful. Wow. And that's that's a moment of early queerness. Yeah. Very Scout and Dill to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Young queer friends are so beautiful. My first gay male friend, I lived with him when I was 20 for one summer when I lived in New York and he went to college with me. We also just like did this summer in New York is when I worked for... Al, Alan coming and I had a tanning addiction, but he was like the first person that was like, You Among should exfoliate. Things. And then it might, like, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, a lot of, actually, so many other things. I could, like, things you probably don't even know about. But like, um, Whoa. <laughs> crazy. It was a like, crazy summer. I remember running down 7th Ave barefoot at 2 in the morning, and that's all you need to know. But, um and he would just like leave in the middle of the night to have sex with men, and then he would just like be like watching Queer as Folk and exfoliating. And I was it's like, queer this is fol- is how Wait, you okay. do you
0: remember watching that show and going, whoa
1: i remember being like why do they live in pittsburgh i just can't get on board with that i, I remember the no, wait first
0: part. of all me too i literally was like oh can we not like can we not go to a d1 city please i think <laughs> like, this
1: would never <laughs> take place in pittsburgh. I,
0: the, the, the most incorrect thing about as folk <laughs> is that gay people would want to have a thriving scene in pittsburgh no we'd make sure it's bad so that we don't feel the need to go yeah well, i think that yeah, that it's is like all
1: steel the there. worst part right. Yeah. But
0: seeing the sex scenes on that show again will teach that long It was like twenty five
1: years ago. It's like ninety. It's nine. honestly
0: the most provocative sexual yeah. image I've ever seen yeah. on a TV show. Yeah, like all they do are be naked and make love.
1: Yeah, in Pittsburgh.
0: In Pit- which is kind of sad yeah I mean okay I would take a life Of celibacy In a better city Than nonstop sex In Pittsburgh wow. Yeah
1: I'm doing that Right now no <laughs> Wait I am Wait I am too
2: <laughs> A life of celibacy For the two of you Yeah But we well, live
1: in New York
0: But I know. I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have sex I think this week I've decided probably Thursday's a really ideal day, like tomorrow. Can you
1: let us know in the? I we'll, love that you we're, pencil we're it in. No,
0: like every now and then I'm like, okay, well, what's happening the next day? No, that makes sense. Like, what time will I eat that day? Okay, that all that all adds up.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Know what I mean? You gotta think about these things. Completely. Love yes. is in the details, folks. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's hilarious. What I mean. even is love? Okay. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> um. Wait. So transportation. Yeah, I, I think um. So what was the commonality between the men in toothpicks?
1: The men in transportation. In men who
0: don't smile. Men who carry guns.
1: I think it's men who've figured it out and don't need your approval. Probably.
0: I think it's. Um, but have they figured it out? Men with
2: guns. I don't think so.
1: Oh well, no. That's. Uh, but a, I think also. Men with, that one. Well,
2: and men that don't smile. I think that's a big toxic. I, I think it's, it's also
0: also based on image. Hey, that's the boys club I'm not a part of. Like wait, people men with who guns care it's pro- about image. It's
2: men who are performatively thinking that they have it figured out and you don't.
0: Yes, they're, wait, I think this is meant to be funny and that's kind of funny in and of itself in a modernist way, but that's just earnest. That yeah. is what it is. I think I have such an issue with anyone, for that matter, who presents an image. I think that's probably also why I'm not on much social media. I get so thrown off by people who present things a certain way yeah. that isn't sloppy.
2: Well, this is something I think about a lot with people, you know, kind of people who take themselves seriously like that or feel like they figured themselves out or anything out. I think part of it for me is having realized my transness at 23. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, the biggest truth of my existence was a mystery to me in many ways. You know, not really. If you think back on it, it's clear to see the things that I knew about it as a little kid. But, like, it, it was so suppressed within me for two decades that it's like... I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I know anything about myself or anything like what that's yeah. the the foolishness of that You know exactly and I think maybe sis had people miss out on that because I think a lot of queer people who are like Oh, I can't believe I didn't know I was gay till like X Y and Z years. It's like yeah I'm just like not gonna. I'm not gonna rule anything out about myself. I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? Yeah. What we're a lot
0: of very um we're A lot of very image-obsessed gay men not to throw anyone under the bus here. Yeah, I think they miss out. Yeah, you I think he missed out on a you lot of things. You think I'm hot is what I just heard. <laughs> sure just I, was hot. I think he, I, I'll give you a better compliment. I think you look like you need a steak dinner if you really want to handle the week. Wait. Like you get a good amount of protein to get out there and really
1: do it. I need to, I'll have to listen back and figure out what that means, but go on.
0: And it means you look really nice.
1: Wait, that's so sweet. <laughs>
0: Because whenever I... Uh,
1: whenever I'm incredibly sad, so thank you for saying that. Do I look what? tan? People have telling me I look tan. Not
0: today, but maybe it's the lighting.
1: Yeah. Right? Like now, all of us, I think, look
0: probably really... Because um, the... the here's, you know what's funny about this? coverage. Guys, they can't see us, right? You know what's fun about this right now? They don't see us at home. That's what's really fun about this. Yeah. What well, they know is we're all lit like we're in Sweeney Todd right now.
1: Oh, no. Like, we
0: all look like we're in a Tim Burton film in this apartment. That's horrible. Well, it's just because it's so cloudy out. Cloudy. Okay, continuing. You...
2: You were saying about gay men who are possessive parents.
0: I think that literally, it's a way of creating definition in a, uh, for a human being who otherwise feared not having definition because you didn't get to fit into the heterosexual mold. Because they come out of a world that is so defined in heteronormativity, that
2: they, that's like the comfort of being fitting in. That they crave those labels totally. in a queer space, and it and that leads to like queer gatekeeping within the community, which is wild because the whole point yeah. of it is to not have definition. Like I always joke around that it's like non-binary people are correct yeah i'm wrong. i'm doing this wrong it, like you know yeah, this it, you is know? so like, chay diaz like... of
0: us we're being like chay diaz from it just like I that like... chay diaz, diaz made me not want to be a comic for a few minutes i thought <laughs> you were gonna say something else. no my parents literally asked me is that a real stand-up comedian i was like i'm no, going to actually menendez leader. brothers you both i'm yeah, gonna murder God. you both and go on a shopping spring confessing in therapy
1: do you know who the Menendez brothers are? Nope. Murdered their parents. I think that that puts us in a boys club that we know who the Menendez no, we, brothers are.
0: Wait, here's a boys club really knowing specific murders. Anyway, I next question.
2: Okay, what is a? Uh, I love that though. What is a? Uh, what is a boys club you are a
0: part of? People who care too much about film.
2: Yeah, yeah, you really are a film
0: boy. I'm a film boy deep down, and I used to dress like a film boy. I think I do sometimes, well, now I dress like a kindergarten teacher, but I used to dress like (laughs) a film boy. You would be a good kindergarten teacher. I I think I'd be an interesting kindergarten teacher. I'd be very welcome to the school of hard knocks, kids.
2: (laughs) You would be, you would be no Nazis. I'd be no,
0: I also think I'd be a really good, not Supreme Court judge, but Supreme Court judge appointed to the Supreme Court to then get rejected by the Senate. Anyway, film. I love film too much. That is probably the boys club I'm a part of. And a lot of that comes from being in this other boys club, of being people who need to share your opinion and wanting your opinion to win. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yes. Which is grotesque.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, I think we all have that a little bit where you want your point of view to be
1: validated
2: as... Correct. exactly and well I think that comes down to like a, 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 a deep human desire to understand existence exactly. And exactly your existence to be superior and to be correct is in your point of view and like what you're seeing the world through
0: exactly like a fear of being doing it wrong or being unknowing it's interesting because it, I can know that but then I can hear someone say things to me like Shakespeare in love is a good movie three billboards has great performances and I actually think that they don't have two brain cells to rub together. Like <laughs> I actively am unable to appreciate that human being for much longer in my existence. They're, they're pretty. If I
1: told do you my favorite movies. I'm worried that you would stop
0: talking to me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, okay, let's, let's go back and forth.
1: Almost Wonderful.
0: Famous.
2: I. It's not the worst. Okay, hmm. you're gonna be upset with me. I love Goodwill Hunting.
0: I hate that movie so much. I can't even handle it. Okay. I, I, it's fine though. It's Next fine. Season. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I just want to be an Irish girl back in Ireland.
1: Right.
0: Honestly, it's not that bad. Okay. Hunting's not that bad either. I just hate that my dad likes it. My dad just goes, the movie was on to things I'd never thought of before. It's like, what? You never thought of
1: Boston? Wait, I love, and then you can do two. Okay. I really sincerely do love The Notebook. I've never seen it. Okay, well, classic. then let's assume that it's good.
0: A
2: classic. Okay, let's... I'm going to give an equal um, kind of rom-com. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love.
1: The ending is so beautiful. You can't
2: deny that that is like a a a like classically written rom com.
0: I love Julianne Moore so much. Mm-hmm. In fact, I could argue I wouldn't be where I am in my career today mm-hmm. without the contributions of Ms. Julianne Moore. I don't like the movie. I don't like the Nana Hannah reveal, because I saw it coming. Um, I think Marissa Tomei's career has been unfair in that at first it was too good, and now it's too bad. That movie represents the problems, not the symptoms. Whoa. Okay. It's actually an okay movie, but remember that era of like Emma Stone? Like, wait, do we think Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling actually have chemistry? I don't know, but Emma Stone was in everything for a minute. She was in everything
1: for Okay. A for a minute.
2: Let, let me think of... Let me so for my a minute. favorite
0: movies are... Um, a Room with a View, Howard's End, mm-hmm. Moonstruck, All About Eve, Stop Making Sense, which is a concert movie. It's a concert movie.
1: Okay.
0: I love The Exorcist a lot. I love The Parrot Trap a lot. Yeah. I love Carol a lot. Okay. Um, I'm going to
1: roll a two for the last two.
0: Um, okay. one. And zero LC's. before that. Wait, Parrot Trap, we can all agree, is a brilliant problem. Oh, of course, of course. Brilliant. That's- oh, have you ever seen the movie Spotlight? Yes, yes. Um, I Rachel McAdams' hair in that movie is some of the best hair to ever be on camera. I can't remember it. When but she plays a journalist. But that's a great movie. Great movie. And Jews love that movie. I remember the entire family went to go see... <laughs> oh, oh, the no. Catholics go down. We literally... Baby. My family literally got in the car. Like, we cannot wait to see this film. Watch the Catholics crash in Yeah, barn. my family... I
2: have... Okay, this is actually my favorite movie. Booksmart. <gasps>
0: I like it a lot.
2: A I really movie.
0: do. But you know it's because... Um, my, uh, if you're listening you, out there You know My, my right. scene partner, the person who I have endless chemistry with Miss Diana Silvers is in yes. that movie she's a star in that movie Diana Silvers wait, and so I were in a, a production star. of The Little Mermaid together In uh, elementary school And she you was Ariel and I was Sebastian Of course Jamaican accent and oh, all uh, Of course, ha- I like fine But I prefer that it was Mr. America Which was their follow-up
1: yeah. Did we talk about this before? I like, lo- Mr. is one of my favorite movies Wait, all up until, wait One of my, okay Until what part?
0: Okay, no, we have talked about this. I like it in its whole. But yes, when they get to Connecticut, it falls apart.
1: It's, it literally seems like they lost the right to shoot in New York and they had to no, shoot the rest it of the No, it literally feels like state. they were like,
0: this is a great house. What if we filmed an hour here? <laughs> what if we did the last third of the movie just like in the mountains? It, it's kind of insane, but I, the movie holds for me. I love it so much. The um, first like hour of it is 45 minutes of it. Some of like, the hold. best
1: one-liners ever. The one that kills me is like, "Um, I want to write short stories. Me too, but not short stories. There's one about her living in Times Square that I think is so fucking funny. I don't know. I just remember living in the suburbs watching that movie being like, wow.
0: There's also a line in that movie where she's like, um, she's like, so what's new with you? We got a frozen yogurt machine in the dining hall. I watched my mother die. Oh, sorry about your mom. That's cool about the yogurt machine. Things. Everyone I love dies. That back and forth kills me.
1: Yeah, sure. That movie feels Kate Berlanti, yeah,
0: John Early to me. It you know? is. I think it's, it's of that era, and I, I I'd argue that goes to show you how comedy has evolved. I think that's what it is. I think that era of kind of not avant garde filmmaking, but I, not to use a negative connotation here because it's a word. A, 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 the word has a negative connotation. but I don't mean it that way right now. Solipsistic, like very self centered, very um, age of narcissism mm-hmm. that defines. Uh, Francis Haw and Mistress America that defines so much Kate Berlant John Early Cap Cohen but we are no longer there but don't you think so are you saying Search Party is of the past no I think Search Party evolved really smartly but
2: okay but John Early in that is very much the, the humor of narcissism. Yes, I feel like so, mu- think the so show, much of that is a humor. But of the
0: show knew how to use it really smartly. It's not existing in the vacuum. Of,
2: it's it's a it's almost a um collective narcissism. It
0: is, and it's used towards a purpose. Like you'll notice they always are on track. They're always on a goal. Of course. And we're seeing that in action. We're not just watching someone sit in one place and describe things. I think that we as a culture are no longer in this place of No, we're definitely still narcissistic, but the comedy of narcissism itself is less now it's funny because it is and it's funny because it inhibits now it's more a question of how is this holding us back and it's more of a interest in what that did to us
2: yeah well i feel that so much of it has to do with of course social media and the uh inherent narcissism in that also coupled with the last couple years of uh social justice being such a present part of the culture and how our uh narcissism in the way that we engage with social justice especially as people of privilege and how that is like a collective narcissism that we're all kind of working in at all times exactly
0: it's something that we're all guilty of and so and when you do something that's funny to amuse the room and to engage an audience it's hard to not glorify it Mm -hmm. because literally the end goal is engage the audience so, there's a way to do that in a way that's kind of incriminating everyone that's very interesting. And I think that's what Search Party does. Yeah. Or there's a way to do that when, when you're literally um, glorifying yourself on stage with these uh, you know, things that led to horrid uh, behavior on behalf of people in our society. Mm. Yeah. 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 All right, so... That's why I'm running for town council.
2: (laughs) All in all, I think Michael equally hates our movie choices.
0: Okay, what is a boys club you would like to create or see in the world? I think I'd want to make sure that I have a community of people where we're all pretty aware of when someone's atrocious and remembers their misdeeds. Does that make sense? Like, there's a girl I went to college with who stole my friend's Tinder bio and made it her Instagram bio. Whoa. And then claimed credit for it. All I care about community-wise is that we all know she did that. okay. All I care about is that we all remember this and cracking me, uh, down on petty shit. Exactly, okay. and have the but, petty patrol. But okay. more than anything, in terms of clubs I like to be a part of, I really, I am a very big community-based person in terms of community gatherings, which we all do something goofy that we're very bad at. Why I farmed, why I continue to work in a community garden sometimes. When do you work in a community garden? i have in the in working community garden sometimes. I haven't done it in a long time. It's like when I first moved to New York, okay. um, probably over that summer. Like not uh, much is growing right now. It's cool. no. Um, so I like those goofy things where we all get together and do an action that none of us is ideal at. We're all novices in the same space. Mm-hmm. That way we're all learning and learning what our strengths are, and what our weaknesses are, and as we go. So for that reason, probably um, some kind of polka class or a tap dance class for uncoordinated people. Um, I'd like to be in that club. But also, yeah. to end each tap lesson, we mention um, how we remember something wrong someone's done. Okay, so kind of a two-for-one.
2: Yes. Have you ever tap danced before? No,
1: and I cannot believe that.
2: Connor, have you ever tap danced?
1: Actually, I have a story about that. So, when I was in high school, we did, like, 42nd Street, and there was, <gasps> of course, um, another one. Like, crazy for you kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and there would be, like, 10 girls, all, of course, only girls, in the front that would, like, literally <laughs> tap dance in tap shoes, and then 60 people yeah. behind them fapping, gross, which is, like, fake tap yeah. dancing, where you're just hopping up and down. But like doing the tops with your feet—is so that what you? Was that you? Yes. They wouldn't so give you. Also called to make soft shoes because they knew you'd be wrong. Also okay. called soft shoe. I'm gonna tell you something. Soft it was shoe. Not soft, I like. That. It sounded like elephants. It was like tops <laughs> and then elephant. Wait,
2: wait. I, that's so funny. To be soft shoe. To be able to be there and participating. But they're like, but we're not then, gonna mic you.
1: <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Here is here is the
0: boys' club community. I want to exist. I want to know. I want to be a part of like. <laughs> a legal team or a battlefield <laughs> like I want to be I want to have a group of people I'm going to war with but before we all go out we need to watch Sutton Foster's Tony performance for anything go that's beautiful and it oh, motiv- incredible and it motivates us equally and then we're gonna go and fight until there's blood on our faces that's what I'd like to be a part of all right well we've successfully
1: this is so chaotic we love you so much I love you both so much I, I really do Mikey, I,
2: I, do you have anything you want to plug
0: um. Right. The Oscars oh, are this weekend. I. I, I um. Ida Garden has a new book coming out called okay. "Go to Dinners." Do
2: you have any? Do you want to plug your socials? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um I have a monthly show at Stand Up New york called Never Darlings Check Us Out. The next
1: one is the um, twenty first.
0: No, next, next one's 21st. the twenty first. We'll we do it on thursdays. on thursdays Um and this next one's gonna feature a Mr. <gasps> Honey go hey, yo, um, At eight. At eight. Huge. How do you get that room at eight? Um, by being really, really good. True. Um, I also, I, I co-host a show with an amazing man named Jonathan Van Halen called Hot Gossip. Um, what else am I up to recently that what's I want? Your,
2: what's your, it's at Michael at aber At Michael
0: Abber. Huge. Um, it's the official archive of all that I'm up to. Don't check my Twitter because I don't really use it anymore. Now I just like retweet things Stay like Joni Twitter. Mitchell did. So don't look at it. Yeah. And don't. And don't look at my likes either. Some of the other day looked at my likes, and I thought, please don't. That's, that's not. Invasive. That's not for you Oh, that's I get to like you what I like. Out
1: who on Survivor is bad. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. People try so hard to be good, and it's like no. Because I like
0: a lot. Basically, I only have a have a Twitter so I can see what Cynthia Nixon's doing. The other
1: thing that you can do to figure out who's bad <laughs> is see who's following people like Kaylee McEnany. True. <laughs> and like you're like, oh, this is a bad person. True. A I, lot of I lost a lot of
0: is that way true i also want to plug a good um, what, what what's good content out there i want to plug no i think that's really uh it yeah all right well on three i guess One. wait i i i, 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 I
2: oh, oh oh that's what we're gonna do that's right the smooch okay okay on three. One, two, three. Yeah. hey boys thanks for listening to our podcast boys club connor where can they find you on socials
1: you can find me on instagram at connor janda that's c-o-n-o-r panda with a j
2: you can find me at Nico Carney, I C O Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out. Come part, be part of the club.
1: Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye. Bye.